Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing? Man, all I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? Fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball, not go out and hand-check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got moxie, and the guy's got heart. What more do you want? Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome to the Hooper's Log. He did a dream, a dream, though what's harder to live? Here's your host, Simo Buck. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome on into episode 129 of the Hoopers Log. Yes, we're 129 episodes in, and we are going deep with this show. Obviously, not much happened last night, and not a very many, not very many off the court news topics to get to today. But we do have a lot of things to get to. We're going to have a quick show, probably 20, 25 minutes, nothing crazy, and then we'll get on out of here, and you can enjoy the weekend. This should be a pretty solid weekend to end the first round slash begin the second round of the postseason. This is our last show of April until we go into May and we'll be back on Monday with episode 130. But today, episode 129, we're just going to recap what happened in the world of basketball. Talk about the draft. Obviously Drake's new album just came out. Just kind of give you a whole, whole uh, smorgasbord of, uh, of information today. Andrew Norris is on the line. Andrew Norris is here. We'll get to him in just a moment. But obviously the NBA game last night, there was one. I mean, obviously we all know the biggest story in sports yesterday was the draft. And then in the entertainment world, Drake dropped his fourth studio album. We'll talk about it a little bit today. Uh, Andrew Norris is here. Hey, buddy, how you doing? What is going on, everyone? Uh, just a little disclaimer. I got my girlfriend's little brother, Cameroon in the studio with me today is not going to be doing any talking, but Cam, say what's up to everybody real quick. Hi. Uh, I, I'm doing good, man. I'm uh, I'm excited. Uh, it, what what games are on tonight? That's how that's how crazy my day's been. I don't even know what game what game or games is on tonight. Well, right now we got uh, and tonight tonight really will dictate what happens on Sunday. There's only one game tomorrow on Saturday. Obviously, the beginning of the second round with the Spurs and Thunder. I won't be watching it because I'll be at front row seats at the Kansas City Royal Mariner game, so I'll be there. Hopefully it's nice, uh, but I will be watching the replay once I get home. But uh, tomorrow the second round begins. But tonight's game is between the Raptors and Pacers. That is on right now. Raptors are up 22-16 to with about a minute left in the first quarter in Indiana. That's going on right now. Heat and Hornets, game six as well. And Clippers and Trailblazers, and we all know the circumstance with that is the Heat are, are down 3-2 going back to Charlotte, and the Trailblazers are up 3-2 in Portland. And obviously the Pacers are down 3-2 playing the Raptors right now in Indiana. So that's the circumstance for tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll preview some of those games here in a little bit, uh, but there was one game last night in the NBA that we'll, we'll, we'll quickly go over, and then we'll, we'll, just, we'll just move into the games that are going on tonight and over the weekend. Andrew, you ready to get it going and move on forward with the show? Let's do it. Let's do it. We're here, episode 129 through CLNS Radio, the Seat Geek Studio. Phone line is 323 
642-1558. Kevin Hart, get all right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. Again, like I said, one game on the docket, and unfortunately through CLNS Radio, it was the demise of the Boston Celtics losing to the Atlanta Hawks. This game was over at the end of the third. I mean, the moment Al Horford hit that step back, uh, 18-foot fadeaway jumper from the post, it was over. It was 80-59 to 59 going into the fourth in Boston. It, Boston would have needed to put together an unbelievable run to try and even catch up. And they came close. I mean, the first half, they were they were horrible. I mean, they only scored 33 points in the first half. Didn't help. The Hawks weren't any better. They were 41. But then the Hawks went on a 39-26 and 20, third quarter, absolutely dismantling the Celtics and really taking the will out of them in Boston, which is tough enough by itself. The Celtics kind of crept back a little bit in the fourth, but this game was over. The moment Al Horford hit that, uh, that, that buzzer beater at the end of the third, I turned it off. It was over. I'm sure most of you did too. The Hawks take the series in six in Boston, 104-92 to last night, getting it done. Isaiah Thomas in his final game of the season, 25 points, 10 assists, and the Hawks just playing, just playing team basketball. Kyle Korver playing unbelievable, 14 points, nine rebounds, three assists. Considering how spread out the scoring was, the Hawks, Clearly, we're the better team in this series, and, and we're the more talented team. And there has been conversations off the court, I'm sure as you know, Andrew, that Kevin Durant could potentially talk to the Boston Celtics coming up here in a couple no. of months when the, when the free agency period comes up, and that could really turn the tides for the Boston Celtics as they could potentially sign Kevin Durant. Will, will they? The chances are low, but that is a big Nobody step wants to live them. in Boston, Chris. I know. Hey, we're on CLNS. Don't say that. You can't say it on there. Okay, I'm just kidding. But the point oh, is, is like, nobody wants to live there. Better live in Cleveland. Uh, yeah. Cleveland. yeah, Cleveland's Fuck. Cleveland's much better. Cleveland's much better in December and January when it's minus ten with thirty feet of snow of, uh, above your house. That's the best place to live in the winter. But anyway, the point is, and I don't know about thirty feet of snow, but I know what you're saying. It's not. It's not L.A. It's not, you know, it's not Clipperland or Lakerland or, or Miami or any of these other beautiful places to go. But uh, it, the Celtics, nonetheless, Celtics lose. They're done for the season. They lose 104-92, to 92, just flat out not enough talent. What was your take from this ball game, Andrew? Celtics came in. They looked defeated. Um, you said, you know, it's, it's sad here on CLNS Radio, and you're right. But at the same time, it's very happy for my eyes to watch Celtics Twitter. There's, I like Celtics Twitter, okay? Don't get me wrong. And this is how I yeah. based a lot of my season because with with my Twitter account now, the fans really determine if I like their team or not, which is the sad reality of it. But um, I, I've been seeing since about February, uh, could the Celtics really make the finals? No. No. No, you can't. In fact, you can't even get to the second round. Um, yeah. And <laughs> – if you did get to the second round, I just it, it would have been the same thing as last year. You would have been swept by the Cavs. Um, right. Boston knew they didn't have a shot. They came out. They looked defeated from the start, man. I mean, they they had no hustle, no grit. It, it was it was almost embarrassing. Um, Isaiah Thomas proved he's not a superstar. Proved he's only a fringe All Star at best. He can score. He can't defend at all. I mean, he can't. He couldn't defend me. Right. And I mean, and I right. suck at scoring a basketball. I can do everything on a basketball court. I can't score it to save my damn life. Um, you know, so uh, he probably could, he could probably lock me up if we're being honest. But uh, they yeah. came out, uh, didn't look good. Like you said, that Al Horford step back, that just takes out any life you 
possibly could have remaining and and yeah. just squashes it to the max. I mean, just gets rid of it completely. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it is kind of just how these playoffs have gone. You don't get a game seven in a series like that. Um, you get almost a blowout just because, you know, these teams haven't been playing these games like they're playoff games. Uh, I don't know no. what it is, but that's just a feel I've got this year. It's like teams come out and they're just like, well, we lost, guys. Let's just pack it up and go home. Yeah, it's an interesting take there as uh, obviously the Boston Celtics, uh, like you said, packing it in, season's over, and uh, moving forward now, really, and we've said this, I've I've been saying this since I've been a part of CLNS Radio, they have all of the parts in place they're just missing they're missing the engine they really are they're missing the nas the engine they're missing everything they need to really really get past their next step they have maxed out what they can do as an organization as of now and i think everyone's aware that one big name that comes through that door will put them over the top at least from the standpoint of being competitive in the postseason and it was evident this year look the defending you know first place comp you know first place team from a year ago in the eastern conference and we all know the Cavs got off to a slow start so that doesn't you know that really doesn't take away from the fact but still they played a really good organization that's been to the playoffs nine straight years to six games with the talent that they have you got to give props to the Celtics for that reason alone they just they know that there's not enough talent on the floor to to compete with really anybody in the playoffs I mean that's just how it is uh and that's really the rest of the series and then and the Hawks are going to go and play the Cavs that series starts on Monday May 2nd uh that's going to be a fun one to watch there I think the Cavs are going to win that one in five at a minimum I mean I think it's going to be the same thing as last year especially without Damari Carroll I think the Cavs are just absolutely going to obliterate them uh and you have that series there Andrew you have that article to write preview for the article uh can you give us a little snippet of what you expect don't give us the whole thing but you know a little snippet No, no, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I actually had to say no twice because I had you muted at first uh, on my mic oh. like an idiot. Um, but I I expect kind of the same thing as last year. LeBron dominates, Kyrie gets hot, and they sweep them. I really do. Um, I said they're going to lose one game in the Eastern Conference playoffs coming into the year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. They don't lose a game. I mean, I'm sure yeah. one game they'll have something, but the way Toronto's playing, um, yeah. the way the, the Hornets are playing good, they don't have Batum. Uh, the Hawks got taken to six by a team that had no life. Right. Um, and without Avery Bradley on top of all that, they lost two straight games to, to the Celtics without Avery Bradley. Um, so it's just, I, I expect a lot of the same things we saw last year, just Pure domination. The Hawks put up a good fight, but in the end, they can't close the games out. I really think that's what we're going to see for most of the series, and I expect it to go four or five at the absolute most. If it goes six, yeah. the Hawks have a very, very successful season. No, I agree. I mean, I think the Hawks, and it's funny because we're, we're talking about some of these teams and their seasons end like. Boston, successful season. Dallas, successful season. Obviously, Houston, not successful at all. Considering the expectations they had coming into the season, not successful. Uh, The Memphis Grizzlies, considering the injuries they had, very, very, very successful, considering the injuries they had. If they weren't hurt, different story. Uh, So, you know, when we talk about some of these teams going, you know, Detroit, 
fantastic, unbelievable year considering the growth they took and the step they took this year was outstanding. That's what you expect from your team. So a lot of good things happening for some of these teams that their season has ended. Obviously, Houston, a big disappointment. But outside of that, uh, really some good things moving forward. And you said it, this Cavs team could easily sweep their way through the playoffs in the Eastern Conference with how it looks lately. And, uh, you know, tonight, obviously, the games, Raptors, Pacers, they're in the second quarter about 10 minutes through. Raptors are up 30-22. to The Raptors are all hyped up after, obviously, knowing that their hometown hero and Drake announced his fourth studio album came out last night. And to be honest, uh, let's just move into it because we just broke down the games that are coming up tonight. We'll we'll break them down in a second, but just a side note, uh, Drake's, fourth studio album let let me tell you something look i've been following drake since i was in high school and this guy is uh there's there's a reason why he's at where he's at because his music is transcendent now as a pure rapper as a you know uh, an mc or a guy who you know supposedly doesn't write his own lyrics or whatever from whatever case you want to have your opinion based around drake i love drake and it's because i've known who he's been since his uh, underground days as a rapper. I've loved him since. But this this album, outside of a couple of songs, which uh, the fourth song on his album called uh, Feel No Ways, that's the best song on the entire album. Outside of that, there's a couple of songs that I would listen to on my own, kind of like kind of like the last album, uh, What a Time to Be Alive, or the, the excuse me, the mixtape that came out in September. There's a couple of songs on there, you know, Jumpman and whatnot, but I'd rather listen to those by myself than with a group of friends. That's kind of what Drake is when you listen to his music. It's an individual-type listening. There's a couple of songs on the new album, Views, where I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go. I'm hyped, like, individually, but if I listen to that with my girlfriend, it's awkward, you know? Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a competitive-type thing. Drake has that type of mentality in his lyrics, and that's cool. But for 20 songs, I would probably give – I only would really give maybe five or six of them a real listen, and the rest of them, I'm just not going to lie. It's not It's not Drake like I'm used to hearing. It's kind of uh, – what would you call it? it it's it's, it's run-of-the-mill rap these days, and that's unfortunate because, you know, we were talking about this prior to the show uh, beginning, Andrew, and I was saying, you know, when Kanye West started rapping or when he, when at least he, you know, got into uh, Rockefeller with Jay-Z, you know, College Dropout was unbelievable. I mean, that that album alone transcended and changed the game. And then you get into late registration where a lot of people would say that entire album really changed the face of rap and how to approach approach the rap game. It was incredible. And then he only blew it away more by being more artistic in the Graduation album that came out in 07. That album just artistically was, was almost flawless. And then you get into, into 808s where he uses the, uses the synthesizer, which is, again, a different artistic feel, and obviously from the angle he took it from, from his mom dying. In, incredible, you know. And then, and then you get into the next album, uh, uh, in, uh, in My Nightmares, where I forgot what the album was, but it came out in 2010. Just five straight albums or four straight albums from from, uh, Kanye that just blew away the game and and, and artistic ability. But for some reason, Drake, from about 2009 up until I'd say 2013, even last year, he's kind of fallen off. And unfortunately, there's so many many sheep out there. And those of you that know what I'm talking about, I mean, if you think Drake, this album is his greatest album ever, you're out of your mind. This is – look. I was talking with it with a couple of our guys uh, that we have writing for us, and a lot of them don't understand the hype behind Drake. Look, a lot of Drake's fan base 
is a lot like Nicki Minaj's fan base. They're just going to ride and die with him no matter what. They're going to say all that they want and everything that they can to say that he's the greatest. Let's just be honest. He's not Kanye from the standpoint of rapping or content. He's not as transcendent as Kanye or as those type of rappers. And this album kind of proved it. It did because as you listen to this album that, that just came out, honestly, if you're a Drake fan, buy it because it is decent. But it's not, I mean, it's not worth getting hyped up about. There's a couple of songs where you're like, dang, that's amazing. But for the most part, it just, it's just kind of regular listening to music. And that's a, that, is, that, is, that is sad, considering Drake is normally a guy who we've, we've gone to to think of as transcendent type of music, different artistic abilities. And he has it. Unfortunately, in this album, I feel like he's distancing or he's not finding that type of artistic ability anymore and it's and it's sad it really is because his last two mixtapes that he made last year in 2015 with what a time to be alive and uh, if you're reading this it's too late they just they just turned into kind of trap type just generic rap and it's it's sad because when i heard nothing was the same in 2013 i, I mean the only reason he didn't win rap album of the year in 2013 was because first of all he had a guy in Kendrick Lamar who made his opening album or one of his one of the greatest albums ever made in Good Kid Mad City, which to this day I still don't understand how he didn't win rap album of the year because unfortunately Ryan Lewis and, and Macklemore won an album of the year in twenty fourteen, which is absolute absolute travesty to the to the rap game. But you know, you had that album, Good Kid Mad City, you had nothing was the same. Holy Grail, you know, came out with an album that wasn't great. Yeezy was not great. Um, or Yeezus, excuse me, was not great. Uh, but then you also had you also had Eminem come out with the Marshall Mathers too. There were a lot of great, great, great rap albums that came out in 2013, and that was the reason why Drake didn't win it, and he really didn't have a chance because of that. But that was, in my opinion, the peak of what Drake could be. I mean, artistically, uh, you know, rap music by itself, you know, changing the style of rap by itself. That was an unbelievable, this Views album just, it really did take away from Drake's, I guess, creative incentive. It, it, for some reason, it just didn't click like it should have. Uh, have you taken a listen to the album yet? Uh, have you taken a listen to the album yet there, uh, Andrew? Well, you said you've been following Drake since you were in high school. Well, I actually uh, have been following since it, him since he got shot in the back in high school. Um, yeah. You know, old Jimmy got set up by Spinner. And, uh, yeah. you know, he just got shot up. It was terrible. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. And that's what really launched his rap career, you know, when he got shot uh, because of Spinner. Um, I hope you understand that reference. If you don't, Chris, I hate you. I know. Um, okay. Uh, no, I have not listened to the album. Uh, I do grown-up things like work and play baseball. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, no, I've not, not listened to it. I'm an average Drake fan. If it comes on, I'll listen to it. I know, like, all of his songs because they're all played so much. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't have an – ever since – if you're reading this, It's Too Late was awful, awful. Yeah, so I'm not going to be – I'm not yeah. going to jump right on board and listen to this one. But, I mean, that's, that's all okay. I can really say about it. And, and to be and to be 100% fair, I mean, considering – Considering what a time to be alive, and 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 uh, and if you're reading this, like they they were pretty bad. I mean, I I will sit back and tell you that these last three productions that he's created, the last two mixtapes and this last studio album, they've been they've been mediocre, if if not terrible. I mean, they just are. And 
you know, I, 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 I like some of the songs on it, but I'm also grasping and reaching because I'm a, I'm a Drake fan. If I wasn't a Drake fan like yourself, yes, they're, they're just, they're just not what you come to expect. I think after nothing was the, was the same that after he made that album, honestly, his expectation level blew through the roof because that album was absolutely incredible. And if you don't have that album, I would suggest you go get it. Cause it was, I mean, it, just inspirationally, lyrically, there's lessons in that album that he talks about that are absolutely just just mind-boggling. But outside of that, yeah, since then he's been he's been basically just mediocre, average, along with every other rapper out there. He's nothing special like he was in 2013. That was just a special type of Drake that I hadn't seen. And I and I, you know, unfortunately, some people they don't get past the fact that he. You know, sometimes people hit their peak, and I think he hit his peak in 2013, and since then, he's been nothing but a uh, a really just kind of a run-of-the-mill type of rapper, and I hope that his next production, he says he's going to stop rapping in the next five years, hopefully he does, because... His his lyrics are just not they're not that I'm really I mean they're really just not that good they're just not I mean they're they're cool but I mean you're right at the same time like where he came from his background and all that he doesn't have much further to go it's kind of like you know not to rip on Kevin Hart because I love Kevin Hart but it's kind of like comedians you know with a comedian if you're good uh, usually it's because you go through a struggle and your your struggle can be comparable Kevin Hart hasn't struggled for like almost seven years like. His comedy is not as funny because now he's, he's, he's talking about, you know, being a multimillionaire and, and talking about, you know, things that are struggling in the multimillionaire. He can't relate, and that's kind of where Drake's at. He's at the point where he can't relate, and he, even since he started, he can't relate with mo- most people like Jay-Z or Kanye. He just can't, and it's getting to that point where, unfortunately, his artistic craft doesn't hit the – the moderate to, to you know uh, you know type of person, the average person, the middleman. He doesn't hit the middleman anymore, and that's the unfortunate part of his art. And, uh, and then there's a couple songs, but again, an entire twenty song list. It's really not that great, and it's really his worst. It's his worst studio album he's ever made. Uh, from that perspective, I like it because I'm a Drake fan. But if you're not, totally understand. There was a bigger thing. Obviously, a bigger thing that happened in the sports world yesterday. The NFL draft, Andrew. I haven't been watching it. I don't watch the draft. I, I more or less just check my updates on my phone because they already erupt enough. My Vikings got Laquan Treadwell from Ole Miss. I, we got our guy. I mean, as a Vikings fan, we got our guy. Now our offense is set. We just got to draft a couple of big guys up front, and I think we're set to go. What, what's your take from the draft and what's going on so far? Laquan Treadwell is a third-round talent. The difference is he's the highest ranked wide receiver in this class. So it pushes them up to a first round talent. Um, yeah. It's kind of like Taylor Decker, the Lions pick, is a second round talent, but he's the fourth highest rated O-lineman. We need an O-line so Stafford doesn't get killed every single game. And we got him in the first round. I'm so happy with the pick. As Vikings fans should be happy with Treadwell because you're, yeah. you know, filling me. Um, I wouldn't be yeah. shocked if the Vikings go pick another wide receiver in the later rounds to hope to develop him. Um, I think Jared Goff, I'm just going to kind of rapid fire because, you know, it's not a huge story at this point for people, basketball fans. But um, sure, I think Goff is special. I think he's uh, one of the smartest quarterbacks. I think he's probably the smartest quarterback to come out since Andrew Luck. I think Carson Wentz will be an above-average starting quarterback. Um, you know, maybe like a 5 through 10 out of the ranking of the NFL quarterbacks. I think Ezekiel Elliott is extremely overrated. 
Um, I don't think I do all that here. Everybody thinks um, I'm also a Michigan fan, so you don't take my word on that. Um, Miles Jack fell to the second round of the Jaguars, and they just got themselves a perennial Pro Bowler in the second round. Um, and I cannot believe Eli Apple went in front of Vernon Hargreaves. I can't believe it. Oh, I think yeah. Eli Apple is a DB, but I think Vernon Hargreaves has Pro Bowler written all over him. Yeah, and I'm looking here at the second second round as all things have been going, and Tennessee Titans, uh, the number 14 pick in the second round, 45th overall. They now have two defending Heisman Trophy winners in the backfield in, in Derrick Henry, as they just picked him up, and they also have Marcus Mariota. Now, that is a loaded backfield. They just better hope that Tennessee, that his best years aren't, aren't behind him. I mean, they were talking about it yesterday on, the show, on a couple of the shows I was talking about. This guy averaged like 45 carries a game, like at Alabama. Like, that's crazy. That is insane. Like, I mean, there was a comparison that that's like throwing a starting pitcher out there for 200 pitches. Like, this guy is, like, just absolutely worn down already. Hopefully, when he plays, that, that doesn't, that doesn't uh, take him away from his field. But that's all that's really been going on. Obviously, a tons, of, tons of picks, the NFL draft going on. Obviously, Drake's album came out. Everyone's going crazy about all that. And, but the best – here's the best part. The NBA, obviously, these games tonight, Andrew, these three game sixes. What do you see happening? Who do you have picking? And then before we go, what do you see happening this weekend between the Spurs and Thunder? Well, I, I want to hear yours first so I can compare them. No problem. So tonight is Pacers Raptors. It's in Indiana. I think the Pacers are going to find a way to bounce back. I heard that. Uh, I heard that Paul George is probably going to play the entire game. I think Paul George is going to have the game of his life, and he's going to go off for like 35, 40 points, and the Pacers are going to win this ball game and take it to a game seven. I just don't see how it's not going to happen. The Raptors have shown signs of inconsistency heavily in this playoff series already. Who's to say they can't do it again while playing in Indiana? I think it's going to go to seven. They're going to play on Sunday night. Uh, Heat and Hornets, look, if the, if the Heat lose four straight games, there should be some conversation about blowing up that team. Now, and, and seriously, because look, this team came into the, to the playoffs dominating their first two games, and since then they have laid complete duds. Right now they're down three, three minutes. Uh, now it's tied back up at 18-18, three minutes left in the first quarter. Um, so it's, it's, it's close. I think Miami's going to win tonight. That's going to be pushed to seven as well. But if the Hornets win tonight, that's a big deal. I think the, I think the Heat pushed to seven. And then tonight the Trailblazers, I think, are going to absolutely crush the Clippers in Portland, send them home head on into the second round and play the Warriors. Um, and then the game tomorrow, I won't be watching it, unfortunately. I'll be at the Mariner game uh, getting really good seats playing the Royals. Um, but if I could watch it, I think I'd probably get super nervous because this is going to be an unbelievable game. I think this is going to be a game played in the 90s. And to be honest with you, I really don't know who's going to win. As a Spurs fan, I'm obviously going to say Spurs. But as an objective person, look, these are, this is the best second-round series in the playoffs, period. Like, there's no, like, these two teams, if they met up in the Western Conference Finals or even if they both played in separate conferences and they played in the NBA Finals, I don't think anybody would have a problem with it. This series is going to be unbelievable. I think the Thunder can take a couple of games in San Antonio, and that's saying something considering 40-1 and one at home for the Spurs. This is, this is going to be an unbelievable series. I, I think the Spurs pull it out in game one, but, man, I would not be shocked if the Thunder even came out and dominated. It, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I'm just going to pick the Spurs, be safe, and bite my nails all the way home hoping that we won the game. Uh, Andrew, what's your take? Yep, I got the uh, Raptors actually closing it out tonight. I think they smell blood in the water, and you're finally going to see them win a first round. 
I also have the Charlotte Hornets closing it out tonight. Um, I think it's just kind of how these playoffs go. I think that's just how they're going to be for yeah. the first round. You're not going to see game seven, things like that. Um, and I think you're going to see March Kemp. I know I keep saying it, but I really do think that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the Trailblazers – I think Trailblazers are also going to close it out, man. I, I mean, it's just – or, yeah, close it out, right? It's, they're up 3-2. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Damian Lillard's going for 40. CJ's going for 25, and they're going to dominate went by, you know, 20-25. That little wave of, okay, let's do it for these guys is gone now. Um, and then I think yeah. the Spurs dominate tomorrow. The Spurs win the first two games at home easy, and then it gets a little tougher on the road. Uh, but before we go, uh, you know, as I, I've said at the last couple shows, but i got to keep saying it because we're growing so fast right now. Um, the amount yeah. of listens Chris got yesterday for his show was double um, anything that we've had recently. Uh, it's It's been an amazing ride so far, guys. I want to thank you all for listening so much. Go check out the website. Jack's article is fantastic. Another one of his is going up either tonight or tomorrow before the series starts. Um, you know, there's also the article from Calvin, um, but that's, you know, a first round for you if you want to just go back and see how he did with his predictions. Um, we are looking for YouTube personalities. If you want to be on YouTube, if you make videos, go on the website, I have to see a writer tab. I will take a look. Um, I'll, I'll definitely be back to make sure Twitter, Twitter, email. Um, guys, thank you all for listening. And as I say every time before Chris takes away, All right, Andrew, have a good one. Yes. And also, our show will be moving to every other day in two weeks. So mid-May, expect the show to change. We'll give you updates coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, a week prior to the show changing. Episode 20, 129 is in the books for the last show of April, April 29, 2016. We will be here May 2nd on Monday, same time, same place. Thank you again for listening, everybody. We'll talk about those games from tonight and any Game 7s on Sunday and the Spurs, Oklahoma City. Have a good weekend. It's Friday. Peace.